This week, we recap our favorite moments of 2019. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun, whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and rankings to help you get the most of your time in Florida, whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Our website is sunshinestatepodcast.com. Our Twitter handle is at Florida Podcast, and you can email us at contact at sunshinestatepodcast.com. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind. Welcome and happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy, happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Happy whatever it is. Yeah. Y'all it's, celebrate it's this week. Season. It's, it is the season. And uh, get ready to be having a happy New Year. Yeah. So was Santa good to you? Santa brought me these flipping sweet new noise canceling headphones that I'm wearing at the moment. Thank you, Santa. <laughs> yeah, that's that was very nice of him. I really like these. They're great. I've been wanting a pair of like these for a long time. These are always one of those things where I would go to a you know a Best Buy or a place and try these kind of headphones on. And go say, to a place. I, yeah, I need to get some just sweet wireless noise canceling over the ear headphones. And uh, yeah, Santa made that happen. Thank you, Santa. Santa's awesome. Like that. was Santa good to you? He was. He was. Um, I got a I got a Kindle. Santa helped. which seems which seems like oh that was that's very five years ago, <laughs> but I had I had a Nook and then I had another Nook somehow. We we had two Nooks. We you had, had a Nook, nooks. I had a Nook, and they both like kind of they both stopped working. Stopped working. I think in the same way. I think like Barnes and Noble like stopped supporting it. They almost yeah. they kind of like bricked it from their end. Well, and and I I been really reading a lot lately and the great thing about kindles or nooks or whatever is that you don't have to carry you know a library of paperbacks with you everywhere you go so um so yeah i'm super excited about my new kindle but you're a fan of like old school used bookstores and you can't do that oh, with a kindle i know i am like the place and we went to in daytona i can't do that there's still something about like having a book in your hand too like i'm i'm not discounting that anyone who who says, oh, come on, that's just, you know, that's old school. I I love it. I just still love a book, too. And I love, like, those independent bookstores. One day, when I'm retired, I'm going to have a little independent bookstore. That's going to be your thing. That's going to be my thing. Your Kindle lights up, though, too, so you can... Uh, I can. I can read in the dark and not dark. bother you while you're snoring. Hey, I found the cat, by the way. <laughs> you were just wondering where the cat went? We were wondering where okay. the cat was. The cat has joined us. So, so we might be pausing in a second. It just hurts me out. If you hear any uh, annoyed meows in the background, it means feed me. <laughs> feed me in cat language. That's right. Oh, man. And you got a couple additions to your Harry Potter Funko Pop collection, too. I which did. Which you collect. I do. I do. And I'm super excited about that. Um, I got I got some really funny ones, too. I got Buckbeak, which was very cool. I got um, Sybil Trelawney, Str- which she is so awesome with her big bottle. The big bottle, Coke bottle glasses. Coke bottle glasses. Um, who else did I get? You, you've you got uh, Gilda Roy Lockhart. Gilda Roy Lockhart. And what was the other one you've got? Um, I can't remember. Oh, you got McGonagall. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. I got McGonagall. Whatever. So. I was just thinking of this when I, I was in a store recently that sold a bunch of those. And like the hero of that company is whoever's in charge of 
licensing those things because there's yeah, it's a lot of licensing. they have like everybody they have all the Star Wars all the Marvel all the Harry Potter all these sports guys I have a Steven Stamkos one that someone just gave me yeah there's I've seen every cartoon comic oh, movie yeah. yeah all the Disney sports athletes even yeah, like Universal like Twinkie the Kid and I've seen the Jolly Green Giant and I've yeah. seen yeah, like there, there was corporate mascots one. like there's so many like who, yeah, who's out there of them. getting these i don't know but getting that paperwork done that's crazy i don't know but i i now i'm proud to say that i i, I think i have a pretty good little collection going people will so. walk into your office and be like wow you you uh and they are themed it's they're very they're very um harry potter themed so like i have one that someone gave me at work that is the characters of splash mountain going down like going down the the, flume, the log flume. Log they've flume got Pirates of the Caribbean Mountain. ones too. Yeah, well, this is the one that I have is the Splash Mountain with the characters from that ride going down the log flume, and there's like like water like kicking up around them, and and so he gave me that one, and then another guy, another person at work gave me um, um, Grindelwald, which was All he's right. a really cool one too because he's got like the two different color eyes. So um, I work with a bunch of really, really cool geeks. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's it my, it's like my it. element. It's my element. Um, so it's, anyway. It's wild. Even Disney rides have a Funko Pop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. It's wild. I've uh, seen the Haunted Mansion guys, like the Hitchhiking Ghosts have their yeah, own thing. That, it's that's wild. That's cool. That's so, cool. That'd be a cool theme to put together. It's neat that you're sticking to a theme yeah. with those because there's so many different ones. There you are. can't get all of them. No, it's impossible. And I wouldn't want to get all of them, honestly. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, it's I a, like the Marvel ones. We have quite a few of the Marvel ones here, like that you've collected. I have kids. a few Marvel ones. Um, the kids have gotten a few, too. So. You've got all the Harry Potter ones. Yeah. I've even, it's it's just wild. It's like, like turning into it's a crazy that even Di- Funko commercial. Even, yeah, <laughs> no, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Even Disney lets some other company license their stuff. So yeah, that's it's, pretty wild. It's very cool. So this week we wanted to, uh, before we take a couple weeks off for uh, the holidays and the new year and stuff, yep. we want to do our 2019 recap show. We did this last year where we went back and talked about some of our favorite things we did of, yeah. uh, that re- that were in in regards to this podcast and in regards to kind of Florida themed type stuff, I think. Unless maybe you got a, f- a non Florida thing on there. I have a few non Florida things on there. Oh man! But we did that You're last brand. year too. We, we did, did that we? last year too. And um, I so I think we've talked about this before. But the one of the things that I love about this podcast is that it. First of all, it enables us to talk to each other, which I mean, we do. We do talk to each other on a regular basis, but usually it's not like a like quality conversation. We don't talk about down. the stuff we did and what we really yeah, thought. Yeah, like rehashing something we just did. That's not something that I don't think anyone does that typically, but it this podcast kind of enables us to do that. And, and it almost makes you help. It helps you to like re-enjoy it a second time, you know? Yeah, I was just going through before to prep for this i was looking back at some old old episodes and some old yeah. like, notes i took i'm like wow that was oh we did that this year i know yeah. that was my big thing too i was like gosh that was just this year i felt like it was like two years ago um but but yeah i went back through i mean the way that i mostly remember this is by going back through my old pictures yeah that's me too um, i take a lot of pictures and then i barely ever look back at them again <laughs> they kind yeah. of become digital clutter and then i go oh 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 yeah i forgot yeah. about that right so i i did I did, I did, you know, put a few things on my list that were not Florida themed because I had a few trips this year that meant a lot to me, you know, and awesome. it's about my top, you know, experiences. 
most of which are in Florida, you know, well, I have but f- there are a couple that aren't. I hope that I'm a part of those, so I didn't include those non-Florida stuff on my list. Okay. Because... Because you tried to follow the rules. I was there too. And I tried to follow the rules. All right. So, um, such a rule follower. Yeah. Right. Uh, Do you want to go? Do you want to start? Well, so I, I misunderstood the, the assignment. (laughs) Teacher. (laughs) And, um, instructions unclear. I, I came up with 10 items. Oh, good. Well, you can throw some. You came up with five, right? Well, I thought we were going to do a top 10. And so I thought of, I thought I did five, you do five, and we have 10 total. Um, But I came up with actually six because I had a feeling there might be a little bit of overlap. Yeah. And I have, um, actually have 12. (laughs) Jeez. Okay. (laughs) So, but, um, so it was maybe, a busy year. You had a lot of fun this year. We That's did. good. We did. We had a lot of fun. You had no you had no um trouble coming up with some good stuff to talk about. Yeah, no, I didn't. Um all right, so I'm gonna just start with I kind of most of these are kind of in date order. Okay. Um so, I have mine in roughly in how much I liked them order. Okay. Um so I, I feel like less commitment by putting them in date order. That way I don't have to choose my favorite, Aww. you know, cheater. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to make any of the other ones. I don't want one of the other, the other items to feel bad about themselves. All right. Well, my, <laughs> I'll start sort of in date order too. And then just sort of okay. get loosey goosey from there. Okay. All right. What do you so got? My number first thing um, that happened at the very, very beginning of the year was um, we went to Homosassa Spring State Park. Hey, that's on my list too. <laughs> and, um, we saw a hippo with with diarrhea. That's Lulu, <laughs> Lulu, Lulu the hippo. Yeah. So I was going back through my pictures and I found that. I was like, Gosh, was that just this year? It was because it was in early January. Yeah. Which is that that counts. Yeah. Because totally. I I had to look up and see. Wait, when was the manatee festival? Because do you remember we went to the Silver not Silver Spring, sorry, Crystal River manatee festival that yeah. day, mm-hmm. and we were a little underwhelmed by the festival. To very, be honest, yeah, it was very crowded. It was very crowded and it was the, the kind of thing where it was just, you know, booths and food trucks and, you know, you know, like yeah, the typical I know. festival I there. where there's, <laughs> well, for those who weren't and it, they charged five bucks per person to get in, which I thought was a little bit, five bucks per person isn't that expensive, but no. typically this type of thing is free. Well, the thing too is like, and, and the reason I didn't, so when when we first got there and the reason I didn't mind paying the $5 to get in was because it includes a bike a bike ride. Oh, a bu- the bus tour, right. A bus right. tour and, and a ride over to Three Sister Springs, which is a an amazing park which costs I think like $20 to get in typically. About 20 bucks per car load to get in there. Yeah. And that is one of the marquee greatest places in Florida to I see Manatee. I don't Ma- even think it's per car load. I think it's per person because I remember we went there and we were like we're not spending Eighty dollars to go into this park. Well, we got there late in the day too. I remember you and yeah. I showed up around four o'clock. Yeah, we just Maybe happened to be in the neighborhood. 20. Maybe it was like ten or fifteen, but I remember it was way more expensive than I thought it should be. You know, and we were late, so we 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 would have wouldn't right. have had more this than an hour. This was a different day. Yeah, different but, day. But then when we went to the Manatee Festival, I didn't mind so much that it was five dollars to get in the Manatee Festival because included admission over to that park as well and a bus ride over. So. um so I was like, oh, okay, you know. It's worth it. It's worth On it. On paper, it's definitely worth it. Except for one small problem. They had one bus running that we know of, and the line was astronomical. It was like the line it for... It was like around a block. It was like the line for Avatar. And yeah, it, looked it, like was, it you, was really far. You had to wait for one bus to load up, drive to the place, unload, come back. I only saw one bus. There may have been more. 
I don't I only I but don't know. I the only line saw was one, long and slow, and we thought, well, and you I know think what? Someone said something like it's an hour, like an hour wait from here. Or That's something like right. That, you and know? we were not really and in the mood to it do was that. Like no, uh, uh-uh. yeah. And then you got to wait over there to get back because you know all those right. people have to come back. Come back, right? Yeah, exactly. So, um, so instead of doing that, we ended up loading up in the car and driving down south a little bit and going to Homosassa Springs State Park, which if you're not familiar with it, is almost like a small zoo, honestly. It I, is. It's almost like a Florida zoo. There's a, a zoo of Florida animals. Yeah. You've got the panthers, bears. Except for the hippo. The hippo is not a Florida animal. He yeah. lives in Florida. He's a very famous hippo. He is. He's they, one of the oldest or the oldest. I think he's the oldest hippo in North America. Right. And his How name many is other Lou and stand short for Lucifer? That's a weird. That's a crazy name, Lucifer. Well, I yeah, I mean, and we watched him based on his bathroom habits. I I can see that he might be a little evil because, and I I think we told you guys about this, but while we're there, I mean, obviously, you know, animals go to the bathroom. It's all good. It's part of the circle of life, <laughs> right? But we all know we all do it. But he had some like some serious like explosive diarrhea that kind of like impacted a lot of birds on that area Yeah, all the birds scattered he like <laughs> aimed at these birds yeah a bunch of vultures and ibises and things hanging out he aims and fires <laughs> but what really impacted me and what stays with me to this day and why this is one of my favorite moments of the year he, lou thought it was hilarious he laughed afterward the hippo laughed Had and a, he sounded exactly like darth vader no job of the hut job of the hut that's right he I'm had sorry. this <laughs> deep guttural ho ho ho, ho. Yes. i mean it was i'm sure he wasn't really laughing but the I sound he know. made was a it was an unmistakable laugh i mean it was it sounded just like a laugh <laughs> yeah and it sounded like that scene when jabba the hut isn't anywhere to be seen and leia is like freeing han from the from the frozen whatever the, it's from called. the carbonite you carbonite, hear him laughing yeah. from the next room and you hear the laughter first you know and that's exactly what lou sounded like that was great it was it, and i thought it was hilarious hilarious <laughs> i posted a video that i still have a video of it somewhere i, I think i posted yeah. it to our facebook page and yeah. to our instagram account i don't think i put it on it was a pretty great experience i have to say yeah it was it was I'm so uh, glad that i can mark, mark that off my something list i won't forget of hearing a hippo laugh at, at some bathroom bathroom humor i think there's <laughs> even a sign that says something like hippo splash zone stay away from <laughs> The, like like it. like steer yeah. clear with a yeah definitely a, sort of a like a street sign rendition of um <laughs> that's so funny what, so what, that what was on your list too shotgunning at you would look like yep that was on my list too mostly because that day was really fun and the day it, it started off kind of eh like we went to the the silver silver I keep saying Silver Springs Crystal River yeah. Manatee Fest and that was not really it was okay it was probably yeah. as a festival it was fine but it wasn't really what we were looking for right and then we kind of salvaged it by going over to Homosassa and having a really great day over there and tons of manatees over there so yes. Homosassa is mm-hmm. like one of the greatest places in the state to see manatees and we didn't need to do that at the Manatee Festival we went and right went and did our own thing and checked that out so. I don't think they're there all the all year round. They're just kind of mostly there in the wintertime because right. that is when they like to hang out in the warm water. And they've got that underwater observation area there too, yep. which is very, very cool. cool. Very yeah. cool spot. So I, I'm going to go again because I have I have quite a few more than you. And are, we, already we've overlapped. Maybe I didn't uh, understand the lesson. 
the homework. <laughs> Am I the slacker? You no, did 12, no, no, I got no. six? No, you're fine. You're fine. Um, so I'm just going to go one. I'm going to do one more and then you can go. Go ahead. Um, so my number two on my list is the Festival of the Arts at Epcot. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you remember this? Of course. So we This went- is in the spring. This is coming up pretty soon. It is coming up pretty soon. It's I think it was I think it's in January or February. We're gonna have to do it's it pretty, again. It's pretty early in the year, and the reason I know that is because we took a ton of pictures at the Festival of the Arts last year, um, and we are all wearing like long sleeves. Oh, I'm wearing like a warm, hoodie. Yeah, in warm, my hat. Warm right. It was really cold. So, I mean. <laughs> really cold by florida standards so it was probably anything 60. below yeah, i was just saying anything below 70 is cold um so we went to festival of the arts i think it was the first time i'd ever been there or at least the first time i'd ever experienced it was kind of like us going to um food and wine a few years ago and it was the first time we actually like food and wine was always something that we kind of put up with while we were trying to go ride the rides yes, and stuff yes and in a couple of years ago we actually like experienced food and wine and like went and got the food and like you know, enjoyed all the events and everything. And, and then like, we thought, well, now we can see the appeal behind yeah, the reason like, people why? do this. No wonder. Why haven't we been doing this all along? So I feel like this year was kind of one of those moments with Festival of the Arts. So Festival of the Arts has this thing that they do. They have um, photo ops throughout the entire, you know, park, basically, throughout all of Epcot. And the photo ops are, you know, there's small lines, maybe, and, but the, the wait isn't long, maybe less than, I would say less than five minutes. Per Not ride. even. Yeah. And you go and you get your picture taken in what is a famous painting, basically. So like, um, like you're like in the boat, um, with Washington crossing was, the Delaware, you and know, he's in the front and, yeah, and, and I, like, I it's think. you guys with him. And like, <laughs> and we have a picture of like, um, our daughter and I are like, you know, we've got our, our hands over our eyes, shading our eyes, like looking off into the distance. You look like you're about to throw up over the yeah, side I'm of the boat. Yeah, seasick over the side. And then our, our son is just like dangling over the side. I don't know what like the heck he's falling he's doing. out of the boat. But we had so much fun just taking pictures throughout the park, like not really worrying about like going on rides or anything like that. We were just having a blast waiting in little lines for these photo ops and i've got so many i got a picture of you as the the mona lisa we do i have a picture of our son as the scream guy and the the picture of that's right he was doing his macaulay calkin face with his hands on his cheeks exactly um but it was just such a fun day and it was a cold day which is so unusual in florida and so nice when you're at a park and it's cooler as opposed to like so you don't have to be suffocatingly hot you know all day so we were, I was, 98 I degrees and hundred percent just being with you guys and having fun and take, taking pictures and posing. And I've got so many awesome memories from that day because of all the photographs we took and they're so funny. And I actually have a lot of them like, as like my desktop at work has like a, it cycles through my pictures, you know, right. and I have a lot of them set for my desktop background. And so it'll it'll cycle through those every once in a while. And anytime one comes up and someone's in my office, they're like, that is hilarious. That's amazing. <laughs> I love those photos. They are such great photos. So I, I, I that's just one of my favorite memories of the year. That trip is also notable because it was probably the last time our kids enjoyed Epcot and didn't complain about being dragged there. Would you say that's true? I don't know. I don't know. I think they've only recently started complaining a lot about Epcot. But I think we've been going to Epcot a lot because... 
it was food and wine, you know, and we went there. We were trying to get our four pa- four that's, swipes. That's you know. the thing, the four swipes to get yeah, our, so our. I think that they were just like, okay, this is a little much. Gift. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah. Anyway, so that's that's my number two. Well, the last time that one of those times, it might have been that time we were at Epcot. One of our our kids were complaining for some reason. And I kind of remember being this way as a kid when we'd be down here on vacation. Mm-hmm. I liked Epcot, but going around the countries as like a eight-year-old kid is sort of torture because it's not really that yeah. interesting no, for a kid. No, I totally kid. remember that too. And then we drove, but it's great as an adult though. It's like yeah. the best. Yeah. Um, but we went back there and we found, I remember we found a $20 bill laying on the ground. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. And our son, I pointed it out. I'm like, hey, look right there. And he snatched it up and... <laughs> He was super stoked and oh, he just yeah. thought that made his trip. He was glad we went to uh, <laughs> to Epcot because yeah. he found a 20 on the floor. And That's then right. we keep bringing it up like, hey, man, you might find a... <laughs> you might, keep bringing it you up. You might find some money on the floor. I should bring like some $5 bills around and then <laughs> drop them. Make that the... It the, reminds me of the of, price to pay to, to take them to Epcot. Hey, every time we go, you find money. This is weird. And it reminds me of when the kids were littler and we would go to Ikea. And oh, you the pencil would, game. Yeah. So Andy would like always, um, you know how you can get like, you can get like free pencils to like, you know, make to notes write or out whatever. your orders. It's those yeah. little small pencils. So like those they, golf they've pencils. got them everywhere. Little golf pencils. So he would grab a handful of those golf pencils and then he would leave them places. And then he, the, in the game was kids, see if you can guys can find any pencils that anyone left around. It was like an Easter but, egg hunt of but Ikea you, pencils. But you would, were the one that was staging them. Like they, they weren't really there. Like no one really leaves that many pencils around. Like, but you would like drop them here and there and everywhere. And they'd be like, I found another one. They would be so excited. Whatever you got to do to make a trip to Ikea entertaining because <laughs> yeah. the meatballs aren't always going to do it. <laughs> That's right. That They're probably outgrown that. They're probably not uh, going to be quite as entertained by probably finding not. hidden Ikea pencils these days. But probably maybe not. a couple $5 bills or just just a couple singles. Just throw them around on the ground when the kids aren't yeah. looking and go, hey, look. What's that? <laughs> and then every time we go, you happen to find money. Why are you complaining about going to Epcot? Right, 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 right. That's the play for now on. So what's what's next on your list? On my list, I'm going to put the time we went uh, to the free kayaking trip at Hillsborough River State Park. That's on my list. That was a really fun day. It was a fun day. Because it was one of those hidden gem type things. Yeah. Um, kayaking, if you aren't a kayaker and you just want to go and you don't, you don't own one, you want to rent one, it's something that could be 20, 30 bucks an hour. Uh, it, you know, at least maybe, maybe in that ballpark to rent a kayak, yeah, but totally. Hillsborough River State Park, and I believe some other state parks around Florida have similar programs, uh, has this thing where you just put your name on a list for these certain days. I want to say it's like second the second Saturday, second Saturday. Thank you. And you put your name on a list, you come out, you enter the park, and they give you a completely free, completely free guided tour of the, and it's that section of the river. It's limited in, in, um, the amount of people that can go. Cause they only have like. You know, so many kayaks and, you and would, so many tandems. So, so much room and so right. much one only have, there's, they don't have too many people to have to manage and, and uh, wrangle around on the river. Right. And like there's a tour guide and a um, naturalist that goes. So they're trying to like, you know, make sure because they, they say when they advertise this that, 
you know, anyone can come, you know, even the beginner kayaker. So they, they have to kind of be prepared for the fact that some people might not know the first thing about kayaking and may, they need, may need a lot of help, you know, but it's a really good river to learn on because it's so, it's very tame, very tame. The river is very slow moving. Yeah, even when you're coming wide, when you're coming back against the river, it's yeah, pretty, at least in that so, area. Yeah. There are some parts of the Hillsborough river that are not easy to get through, but right, um, right, right, right. there's a few logs in the water and down trees, but nothing crazy but it's such a great free thing that is offered by our state parks you know at least and like you said i don't know if other parks offer it i'm sure they probably do but maybe something similar similar programs to come out and learn hillsborough river has a second saturday paddle and and it's it was a terrific experience you know it was us and a couple other families and and we just had a great time. And we actually had some friends that went and did it after us once they heard that we'd done it. Yeah, we told them about they were it. They like, oh, we got to go do that. And that, and on a few weeks later, we got a picture of them. <laughs> like you know, on the river. On the river, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is free. They do sort of, I guess, encourage donations. And they and they do sort of, they do this. They little, do? Well, they say that. I don't even remember that. Well, they didn't encourage donations that day. They oh, didn't, they didn't, they didn't pass around a hat and say, hey, guys, no, cough up money. there was no pressure But at they all. did point out like some damage that had been done to the parks like by a couple of hurricanes. They said, remember this crack happened in yeah. Hurricane Katrina and this well, bridge and- was damaged by the hurricane. And they said, this is the kind of stuff that we pay for with your park entry fee. And so this is why... If you come to the parks, please don't feel bad that it's, you know, oh, why do I have to pay for the parks? My taxes are paying for this. They say, well, this this bridge has been out ever since the hurricane and we've been trying to, you know, yeah. save money to fix it. And this is where your money goes. So but they, I didn't get the impression that they were trying to get us to give them more money. No, they never did it that. It was more about like, just understand and try to have an open mind about why you are charged to go to our state parks, you know, hundred percent. So it wasn't like a, Hey, you know, can you, can you grease my palm a little bit? (laughs) But if you gave them a donation that day, they sure wouldn't turn it down. I don't even know if they can, honestly, can they take donations like that? I know that the front door, the front gate has a little, um, a donation, a spot? donation box. Like okay. if you want to go above and beyond your entry fee, which is okay. something like six bucks per car, which is really cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then it's they have a little box that says oh, if, okay. if you want to be a friend of the park. Like I said, though, I don't. I didn't even know. And you can be like an annual pass holder. I think too. you can. Yeah, yeah. But um, but I didn't even know that. So like, there's no pressure. No, at I never all. felt pressure. I'm just at, saying at they g- they give a little spiel on. Where your money where goes. Where your money goes yeah. when you and do pay for park entry. certain improvements they want to make or certain, like I said, Hurricane Katrina did a, did some damage to the park in some spots. Katrina? Like they, did I say Katrina? I think yes. I said Katrina. <laughs> Katrina. No. Oh, gosh. Irma. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've been saying Katrina the whole time. I, I did, That was the first time I'd heard you Irma say Katrina. Irma from a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was on my list, too. It was a good time. I did that thing again where my brain said one thing, but my mouth mm-hmm. said the other. Yeah. See? Mm-hmm. Broken brain. Yes. Um. All right. So, do you uh do you want to go again? Since I had that one on my list. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna throw out. We've done this a couple times this year, and at the front of it, it sounds kind of um volunteerish. But uh, I really like the couple of times we did the four ocean cleanups. That was on my list too. We did Siesta Key and we did Clearwater. Both of these are fairly local to us. Where you come out, uh, Four Oceans, this group that they sort of pledge i know we've talked about them a few times on here and we're not they're not a sponsor in any regard but we uh, we've done some stuff but with they're them. also not a non-profit which i think 
is important to know. Yeah, they're not a charity. Yeah, they are so. a for-profit company, but they. I mean, but they're doing good but stuff. But what they do, they do legitimately. They're not a scam either. I mean, no, they, no, what no, they're no. doing is what they say they do. They are doing, and yeah. so, and they have a fleet of boats and volunteers and technology that helps clean stuff up. And they come out and they pledge to sell one bracelet for every pound of garbage that they pull out of the ocean or out yeah. of the beaches mm-hmm. and so you, they have these volunteer events where you can come out to a local beach we've done them i know they, they've got them all over florida there's been a bunch of other ones too but we've done siesta key and we've done clear water and a, a several hundred volunteers come out and you go and you pick up a bunch of stuff and you throw it in the bag and then they give you a free bracelet which is about a 20 dollar value yeah along with some other swag that they'll hand out but it's fun to be part of this big group like you'll see thousands of people doing it and what i thought what really stood out to me and what kind of clicked in my head was when doing this is that most people that are there you have this bag and most people you're not finding all that much stuff would you say that like no not at all you'll have a bag but it it's the cumulative effect that's the crazy thing like yeah one bag you'll have a few things this guy might have just one or two things but then when you bring it back all the hundreds of people bring up this giant stack of huge ridiculousness yeah well and that it, it it kind of i think helps um communicate the opposite in turn too that like yeah, you're not picking up that much, but the little bit that you picked up makes a difference. And oh, by the way, you dropping that thing, that can on the ground, isn't that much, but, but it makes a difference. It makes for all that stuff that's showing effect. up, right? Yeah. So it's like, I'm getting chills just talking about it, but like that was why, like for the longest time, like you, we, we didn't recycle. And I was like, I mean, what's the point? We're just one person, you know, like I, I feel like I feel like it's like hopeless, like we, we can't make a difference. But then like you are making a difference because you're recycling and so is your neighbor and you've got like 10 people recycling in your neighborhood. OK, yeah, sure. That's not all hundred of you, but the 10 of you are dramatically reducing the impact on landfills, yep. you know. So like I, I just I didn't I didn't completely understand how much that little bit impacts the whole until you kind of like get more perspective from like these kind of events and you know all that kind of stuff you know that kind of stuff so I mean I just I I don't know it definitely has given me a lot of perspective and I feel like it's given our kids perspective and and that's one thing that it was on my list too because I feel like you know it's that's one thing that I don't feel like I did a lot as a kid you know go out and like volunteer or help you know, in any way, honestly, like I didn't really do a lot of like helping or, um, volunteering with my family. And I'm so glad that we're instilling that in our kids because, you know, I want them to feel like they can make a difference because they can. Um, so if you, you know, if you have kids and you want to do something like this is a really fun and easy way to go out and do something that makes a difference, but it's also a fun event for the family. And sometimes, and this was on my list with this, with the four ocean cleanup was the time that we, last time we went, not maybe not the last time, but one of the times we went, it coincided with like an amateur sandcastle contest. Well, right. I was going to say, we started, we went out there to do the cleanup stuff, but then we turned it into a beach day. Right. And it was like so fun. Cause I mean, we got to see all these amateur sandcastles, which they weren't castles at all. They were other things, but it was so cool. And you know, we got to do that. We got to hang out at the beach for the day, you know, and 
And that beach was cleaner because of us. It was great. It was great. Yeah. yeah, It was really cool. It was a good way to, like I said, tie it into a beach day that, and you know, sometimes when you live in Florida, you don't go to the beach as often as you think you will before you move here. If you're someone like me who's not from here and you... You think, I want to move to Florida. I'm going to, every day is going to be at right. the beach. And then a couple of years later, you're like, man, I haven't been to the beach all summer. Right, right, right. So you go down there, you do something like this, and you hang out at the beach, and you go to Frenchie's and have a grouper sandwich. You hang out and you watch the yes. amateur sandcastle contest like we did. If you do did. it, though, man, take a reusable water bottle because it gets hot fast. Like the beginning of the day, it's nice because it's early. It's like 9 o'clock. But then by time 11 o'clock rolls around, it's so hot. Oh, that clear water one got real hot. It's so hot. And yeah, it's it, yeah. So be sure to take your your reusable. I mean, they offer water there like little they have little water cups. But um, but man, it gets really hot. So it gets hot in Florida. It does. Wow. <laughs> That's the, the, the factoid of the day. So, um, so that's an overlap. All right, cool. Another overlap. So far, everything on your list is on my list. Do you want to go again? Go ahead. I'll let you. It sounds like you've got quite a few. Okay. So I know, but you're knocking off things on my list too when you're, because you've already said a couple that I have. So um, that's okay. I'm going to go with, um, so this is kind of a similar thing, two different times we did that I, I, I always look forward to this and I'm glad we're kind of doing this, you know, we're doing this as a regular event now the pumpkin picking oh right so earlier in the year though we went strawberry picking so it was like two different picking experiences and i know people up north like go apple picking and stuff yeah and i think that i i think that that's kind of a regular occurrence up north that like the the um andy's telling me that my mic is like you're, too close to my you're popping your peas i'm sorry i'm it's sorry okay. I, I, you're just you're distracting me though so i can't every time you sentence. said picking i was like oh my there you go all right Make so better. anyway um i think they go apple picking a lot up north and um, it's a thing yeah, yeah and, in the fall and we, i've never done anything like that but here i know strawberry picking is a thing like that's something that everyone does down here but i hadn't done it before um, I mean, I go get strawberries from, you know, the grocery store, but I'd never picked my own. And it was really cool. We went, you know, and got a ton of strawberries. It was so... Not only cool, it was so cheap. It was so cheap. So cheap. We got a ton of strawberries that we froze. And um, and then the same thing with the, the pumpkin picking. It's always like such a great experience with the kids. And, you know, I've talked about this before and I won't rehash it all, but pumpkin picking when I was a kid was just going to a church parking lot and picking the one that you like you Go, know? going to Publix and just grabbing yeah, one or going to Publix and grabbing one so I, I mean it's so much better when and it's, it's an, there's an experience associated with these like kind of momentous pieces of the year sure. you know so um, I'm glad that we're kind of making that a, a new tradition for us the pumpkin picking was not quite a, if it's a really fun event it's a really cool thing to do I would definitely want to do it every year because I love the yeah whole thing around it you definitely pay more for a pumpkin there than you would at Publix or true. your or your church parking lot That's so true. you're definitely paying for the experience there it's a completely that you're playing for the experience because it's not like you're it's not like you're paying for the convenience either because <laughs> yeah you're, we're driving an hour north yes. you know to get these pumpkins that are more expensive but um but you're but listening to some bluegrass music in the background and there's well and interesting I mean, there's a sunflower patch stuff going on yeah corn maze and a hayride and and that's all included it's a whole yeah all, and it's a five dollar admission it's not you know a crazy it's not crazy you know 
So I think that it's just a fun experience for the kids and, and I'm glad that that's, it's kind of turned into a new tradition for us. It's fun. We love doing it. And it's up there by, um, up there by what what state park is that by where the river there's the, the it's like near Donellan. Donellan, yep. And then speaking uh, of the Stra- Rainbow River. Rainbow River, thank you. And then the strawberry picking thing. Now that is super cheap. And from that, you're not really paying an admission. In fact, I no. think I think the guy is make, made he's it. He's basically so, getting free labor. He's making <laughs> free labor. He's just saying, you go out there and pick them, and I'll charge you this amount of uh, this set amount for however many pounds. That's that's all it was. It's like you yeah. were his free labor. Yeah. But well, it was great. It was, yeah, that it was, was a lot great. of fun too, and we had so we had so many so many strawberries after that. We did so we many. Did, we did. I don't think we ate them all. I think a lot of them, even even freezing them, freezing them, we had to we had, to, we had yeah. to kind of toss some of them because they kind of got freezer burnt. So but yeah. they, we we ate a bunch. But yeah, that's fun. Yeah, it was. Um, so my next thing on my list here, this is going back earlier in the year. I really, I'm going to say thank you again to the Florida State Fair for the day that they invited us to come out, and uh, they. And they, they hooked us up uh, with the admission of the Florida State Fair and some ride passes to come out and give them a review. Yes. And um, we had a lot of lot of, lot of of fun at the Florida State Fair this past year. Hopefully, we'll get to do that again this year. Well, let me tell you, too, that, like, I mean, I've never had as much fun as I had this year at the Florida State Fair. Me, too. And, and I, I think a lot of it had to do with those unlimited ride passes that they gave us because... We never spring for that, right? And even as a kid, I never sprung. My, like my parents never sprung for that. They'd like spend twenty dollars on tickets and say, "Okay, when your tickets are gone, you're done." You're done. You know. Yep. And you got to ration them out. You're oh, like, right? Well, that thing is seven tickets, and this one's four, and then you're right. always left with a couple left yeah, left over. Yeah. Now I have yep. nothing to do. Yeah. So, um, yeah. The I mean, it just basically open opens up your whole day. I mean, it is a little bit more expensive, but it it opened up our entire day to just a fun filled experience day full of spinning pukey rides well i can't i really can't recommend it enough so like if you're looking for like a cool experience with your family like just pay for the investment i think you know i mean we we didn't really go on a lot of rides you know it was mainly the kids so like the kids you know we if we had to do it you know ourselves we probably wouldn't get the ride passes for ourselves we just get them for the kids you know but but like seeing them having fun on all those rides and riding as much as they wanted and stuff they just had a blast with it they and had a lot of rides i know that 80 percent of them are the kind that just spin you until you're ready to hurl the twirl and hurl <laughs> rides like i like to say yeah but um you know which is why we probably didn't go on as kids many. have a higher tolerance for twirl absolutely. and hurl right absolutely yeah um that we, roller coaster we went on was pretty punishing did you go on that roller no, coaster i think you went on it with one of the kids and it was one of those portable put together and I could tell i could tell by the look on your face that you were like this was a mistake yeah it was <laughs> it was uh it was an experience it, <laughs> but because like it was a little rough the fair was so generous with us and invited us to come and review it um we like again we don't usually like go you know all out with like food and stuff like that but because they had invited us we were like okay let's all get something crazy you know and so each of us had you know the opportunity to buy one crazy well i told their food item and then we all shared it i told myself i'm going to find the stupidest thing i can here just the yeah. stupidest most like why would you eat that item i could possibly find yeah and i found there's probably something out there that i just missed but uh, this one worked for me and that was the the 
donut, burger. the donut burger. Mm-hmm. It was uh, a burger, a cheeseburger between two Krispy Kreme donuts. But you didn't like it that much. No, I okay. I took. It's weird. It came with lettuce, onion, and tomato, and the lettuce, onion, tomato that totally clashes it didn't with work. with the donut part. Gotcha. So I took one bite. I'm like, this isn't really. Yeah. So I took the vegetables off. Yeah. And then tried the next bite, and it was way better. Okay. Because like onion and tomato no. onion on a, and against donut. a donut, not that's so much. not great. Yeah. But the meat and the cheese worked with it. Then yeah. it was like, okay, I would do that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would order it without that stuff, but well, I'd do it I again. I think, didn't we get a corn dog too? Yeah, I don't think we counted that as our stupid thing. Because yeah. that was just like corn dog. That's like almost mandatory got, at the yeah, fair. Yeah, absolutely. Can't go wrong with a corn dog. I remember I got the deep fried cheesecake. Yep. That was really good. was unbelievable. That was really good. Um, I think somebody got like deep fried Oreos. Oreo. Yeah. Uh, one, of one of the kids. Our kids got deep fried Oreos and those were always really good. And then I can't remember what the other thing we got was, but they were all completely nuts. Not so like fair food. Just. Yeah. And and it was so fun. It takes though. years off your life the second <laughs> you take a bite. Yeah. And I mean, but it was really it was really fun. So um, I agree. That was actually absolutely on my list, too. Just because, like, we've been to the fair before, but it's usually just a, oh, we'll go walk around, yeah, listen to those people, you know, trying to sell you stuff in those right. halls and yeah. try to... Uh, see a goat or two. See a goat, pet a goat, <laughs> see some chickens, see some dog, uh, dogs doing tricks. Yeah. There's a demolition derby one night. Right. Maybe more than one night. Yeah. And then uh, deal with carnies. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, it was great. I, I I hope we get to do that again this year because um, I just cannot say enough about how great an experience it that was. That was fun. I can learn I can't handle the Gravitron cause anymore. Cause oh, that's right. Oh, we went on the Gravitron because I have very, very fond memories of the Gravitron. When I, I have kid. fond memories of the Gravitron, too, but I, I learned. I was fine with it. You were not. I learned that I it, that ride I've... Uh, and I Which loved... is unusual for us because usually you're the one that's all about the, like... Um, extreme rides and i'm not i can go on any roller coaster in the world i can go on just about just about anything but that thing man that thing was that was rough that was that was a few minutes of torture it was fun it got, i don't know if uh it's it's the kids aged, and i enjoyed it i don't know if that ride hasn't aged well or i haven't aged well that thing was torture it was exactly as i yep. remembered it <laughs> it felt i'm like yeah it's not gonna be much worse than mission space at epcot right because oh, it's the same no, kind no, of thing no. but it's, it's, it's yeah it's next level man yep um okay so i'm gonna do i'm gonna do my i'm gonna do a couple of mine together because these are my two non-florida items okay um i think i know what one of these is yeah so one is we went to cabo this year we took our summer trip to cabo in mexico cabo san lucas and that was an amazing experience and the other was going to New York City with the kids. Oh, I didn't and my go mom. there, right? Yeah, so Andy didn't go on that trip, um, which is why it's my number one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> which is why I was number. I'm wrong. I thought I was going to be included in the other in the non-Florida ones. Well, you were included in the Cabo one. I was there. I remember it well. So, um, I don't know. I feel like I always felt like you know. I mean, we've gone to Mexico several times. We've been to Cozumel a lot. Um, Always on, on a cruise ship and stuff like that. Once we, we went to once Grand- we stayed at uh, at a resort down there, not a cruise. Yeah, we went to Cozumel and then we went to what's the other one? The um, we went to Tulum. Yeah, but there's a one that's like back. a like a spring break destination that we went to Cancun. Um, Cancun. We I've went, never been. I don't think I've ever been to Cancun. Maybe you've been. No, no, no. We went. That was that was where that um, all inclusive was. It was in Cancun, right next, like near T- Tulum. 
it was oh, it wasn't far from there but yep so anyway but um we so we've been there we've been to a few places in mexico like on this side of the world but um never to mexico on the west coast on the west west coast the you west know? coast the peninsula yeah, the, baja the, peninsula. the baja peninsula right and um it's so cool. It's like it was such an experience and I felt I felt more like I was in a different country there than I ever did in any of the Mexico trips that we did here because we always go to such touristy kind of places, you know. Well, Cabo's pretty touristy. And Cabo is pretty touristy, but so And it's but pretty because, Americanized too. Because we were like in between two different cities. We were between Cabo San Lucas and San Jose del Cabo. And we chose to do a few things on our own. Like we didn't just stick with the tours and things like that. Like we, we rode the public transportation system, the buses there and, you know, like learned our way to, because it was, we just figured, figured out that it was ex- extremely cheaper, you know, to way basically cheap. Like it yeah, was uh, to, dirt to cheap. ride these, you know, buses back and forth. And it was between, really convenient. Yeah. Extremely convenient. The buses are, coming constantly well, uber we was had, cheap there too remember we took, the uber ride was only seven bucks to take us on a pretty good long ride yeah it was it was it was pretty good too but um all in all like i'm so glad we did that though because it like i don't know i felt like it kind of immersed us more in the culture i mean not that we were immersed in the culture much because we were at that at a resort most of the time you know but when we did go out to the cities and and ride the the buses and stuff like that i i just love that you know like, I'm the only one in our family that learned any Spanish for this trip. I and was doing Duolingo for a few weeks after this. Afterward. I need, to, I need to pick that back up. Afterward, you were doing uh, Well, that's the thing. I was kind of I'm inspired. I'm the only one that thought, like, to do it beforehand. Well, I was inspired to learn to, to better so myself I learned, afterward. I just learned basic phrases. I wasn't like, you know, I mean, I took, like, four years of Spanish. But, but you know, you kind of lose that kind None of None of it stuck. No. So, um, but I just, like, you know, rem- refreshed myself on basic phrases and things like that so that we could, you know, communicate at least a little bit. Um do and you remember was, when we were getting ready to go to dinner and the the housekeeping came in to yeah. turn down the bed or something and yeah. she had no idea what you were saying? Yeah, she didn't speak any English at all. But you like read into your phone to translate it and it translated what you wanted to say, like, we're about to leave in 10 minutes, please come back. Right. And she was like, oh, okay. And she totally understood. That was super smart of you, by the way. That was <laughs> a really you. good think on your feet. I have feet, my moments. Thinking on your feet um, idea. Yeah. So anyway, but I felt like it was just such a great example for the kids to like... Because I want them to, like, we've done some traveling, you know, we've been to Europe and yeah. we've done, you know, several different, several countries over, um, you know, across the pond. And, um, and I felt like it was such a huge learning experience for me and amazing, like eye opening experience, just how, how small we are and how big the world is, you know, and how, how, you know, there's so much more to see than just our little neck of the woods. And I felt like the kids got a little bit of, gl- of a glimpse of that to see by going to Cabo. It's like other countries, you know, sure. um, speaking to the bus driver, you know, letting them know which stop we wanted, you know, just little things like that. Speaking in Spanish to, to, to folks, I could tell that it like made an impression on the kids, you know, and, and that it- they were like, Oh, okay. You know, like I, I, this is adventure. This is an adventure. An adventure. Yeah. And we're, we're doing it in a safe way because we're with our mom and dad. One day I'm going to do this. Like I just got the impression that that's how they felt. You now, know? Let's be, let's be honest about one thing though. In Mexico, this is the safe part of Mexico. Like the Cabo area yeah, is very, it it's very Americanized and touristy. I probably wouldn't recommend doing this 
everywhere in Mexico? Because no, there's a lot of uh, it's, stuff in the news. We're talking baby steps. Here, right. You know, I mean, right. we are still with our children, you know, who at the time were 11 and 12. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it, I wasn't going to be taking them to like, you know the mexican mafia and you're not gonna like, take hey. them to, to go look for adult chapo <laughs> right, right right you know so i mean we're we're, we're keeping it pretty pretty tame. yeah before anyone says how irresponsible taking your kids out to on a bus ride in mexico this was like yeah, we've done a lot of research this was in the stretch between all the resorts and all the hotels yes. it was a very safe part of mexico and right. what you said it is it's fun to um be it felt different. Like I felt like a different part of Mexico. Like I felt like you were in a different. You really different felt like you're a different country. Yeah. Well, like well, we live in Florida. It's very kind of tropical and green and yeah, palm and trees was, here. It was more deserty. There. Right, Baja Mexico, yeah. the Baja Peninsula, and. Cabo, it's desert. It's all there's cactus right. and like if you're in Cozumel, it's still tropical. It, and, it you know, doesn't feels like Florida. Doesn't look much yeah. different than Florida. Exactly. But in this part, there's mountains and desert yep. and cactuses. Felt very and, different. So it felt different. Yeah. Yeah. Dry air and huge waves. So then, so that's one thing on my list. And then the other thing is our trip to New York, and it was, I mean, it was such a great experience to be being with the kids and with my mom. I was not invited to this trip. I was specifically told to stay away. I, that is not true. This was a girls' weekend. <laughs> that is not true. It was. It was actually supposed to be a girls' weekend, and then we brought our son at the last minute because we brought. Um, my mom and I brought my my son, your son, um, with us. <laughs> so um, because I mean, we didn't want him to be left out, you know. So it was supposed to be a girls' weekend. My mom and I, you know, I used to, you know, work for Performing Arts Center. So going to New York and seeing Broadway shows and stuff like that is stuff that my mom and I used to do on a regular basis. And um, so it's been years, years and years and years since we've done that. And it was kind of like a callback to that. And I'm so glad we did it. We went and saw Wicked. Um, we we went to the Madame Tussauds uh, Wax Museum and had such they an They love time. that. It, it, it was, seems like... It was so great because, you know, the one time we went in... When was it was in Vegas, right? That's the only one I've ever been to is the one yeah. in Vegas, and I've been to the and, outside of the one in Orlando. Which... And they don't let you touch anything. Like they, that's di- like I think they've changed it now because back then they didn't let you touch any of the wax figures. Do you remember that? I remember that. Now yeah. there's pictures of you guys but with no, your arm around that's them. That's not the case anymore. Like they let you touch them, they let you sit with them, they let you kiss them. Like it's uh, like anything. That's it's crazy because I thought they were a lot more fragile than obviously that. not. And and it. It takes it all up to a whole new level because you are so like the whole the world is so social media oriented now. That's probably that, why they let you touch it because yeah, they know you share a picture on you're, Instagram. And you're, it's free advertising. Yeah, you're advertising. Absolutely. For them. And we, I have, I have just literally dozens and dozens of photos of all of us with a variety of like celebrity wax celebrities, you know, doing uh, you know poses and like I mean I'm hanging out with the Dalai Lama and like it's it, and it was just hilarious and so fun. We had you know we went and saw the Statue of Liberty on that trip. We, um, we just, we went to Central Park. We did all the things, you know, that you should do as a tourist in New York City. Um, so I'm so glad I got to share that with the kid because kids, because I love New York. I've always loved New York. I've never, I've never lived there. I, I don't know that I would want to live there, but I love to, to visit there. Great place to visit, but you wouldn't want to live there. <laughs> so that's probably what a lot of people think about Florida. Uh, probably, probably. So, um, I'm glad I got to share that with the kids too. So those were my two non-Florida 
moments that I wanted to mention. But there is a what a Max a wax. What the what am I saying? What has come out of my mouth? <laughs> a, a Madame Tussauds wax museum here in Florida too. So there that, is that's the connection. Yeah, there you go. See, if you're in Florida, you can go there. The kids seem to love that place. It seemed like that was the highlight. They kept talking about that. It was that. so funny. It was so funny. What I love doing when I'm in one of those places is like staring one of the wax museum wax statues in the eyes because they look so real yeah that it's like you're i'm staring right into Nicolas cage's soul right now and it just feels and it yeah. just give, kind of gives you the yeah the heebie-jeebies a little bit because they look so <laughs> real and it's but they're frozen in time it's yeah like yeah all right um i'm gonna go next okay and i am gonna say um i had a really good time a few weeks ago when you and i did a grown-up weekend at Daytona Beach, Daytona Beach Shores. That was on uh, my list too. We got away from I feel like I, well, everybody. I don't, have you? Said, I don't think either of us have said anything that. Well, I mean, I don't think we has, are. I don't think you've said anything that I wasn't on my much longer list. Well, we do spend a lot of time together. We do, <laughs> and we do. We do tend to experience a lot of these things together. Together, yes, that's true. I'm sorry. Go on. Um. So no, that was a great time. Uh, it was. It a was. Great time. It was just fun being getting back out there. I have not been to that uh, that part of Florida in a while. So, so I, it was good to kind of revisit. And one of my, like, I have a lot of great memories of that trip. Um, but one of my favorite memories of that trip was it was very rainy. And I know that seems ridiculous because you're going to the beach and you're like, oh, it's ruined. You've been to the ground of the beach and it's raining. It'd be ruined if you came down from New York or something. Right. And this was your big vacation. It's right. raining and cold. But, but we, it didn't bother me too much. It didn't. Actually, it, it kind of made it like I, like I kind of loved it a little bit because... It was a rainy, kind of yucky, like, weekend. We, you know, we sat, we were on the balcony enjoying the rain some. It was kind of misty. We went to the, kind of misty, Mo- yeah. Mostly, it, was, it didn't rain constantly. It was, it was plenty of time during the day where there was no rain. Yeah. But it was always kind of cloudy, kind of dreary. Yes. Every now, then one night, I remember it was raining pretty good with, like, a really strong wind. It almost felt like a tropical storm kind of a feel, yeah. remember? And we were, we, there was a jacuzzi at the hotel that we stayed at, and, um, like we and it was cold too and rainy and yucky but it was so great because like we were talking about like when you're so, a lot of times when you're in a jacuzzi or a spa or whatever you call them um it gets so hot that you like have to take breaks like, oh, it was you're perfect in, you're in the in the jacuzzi it's you're getting too hot then you have to get out of the jacuzzi and sit for a few minutes to get your temperature back down you know but it was perfect because it was cold in the and on the top half of your body and hot on the lower half of your body so like it was like somehow perfectly evened out you know um you and i were sitting out there when that baseball team threw a ball through the back window of an suv yeah there was a lot of kids there were a lot of kids there was a whole baseball team like a traveling baseball team staying in this hotel like jumping in and out of the jacuzzi with us at point at some point you and and i are just trying to have this you know chill out time to ourselves right yeah and then once it was funny because once the baseball it was i think it was a wet football or a wet yeah, nerf, it was ball. Like a nerf ball yeah. i didn't had no idea a nerf ball could break a window until that day but uh well when it's filled l- with water learn something new yeah i think <laughs> it was like a waterlogged nerf ball so it probably weighed about 20 pounds right hit the back of like a, a suzu rodeo or something and it smashed the back window to pieces yeah and uh Lucky for us, that was the end of the kids' night. They all, yeah, they, they got, all were inside. They were, they were all grounded. <laughs> I went back inside for like a minute. I think I had to go back and get another drink or something. And when I went in there, all the kids were like being interrogated by the parents. It was the funniest right, thing yeah. ever. So it, the quiet, the night got quiet. Yeah, got quiet that. for us. Sorry yeah. about your back window, um, unfortunate uh, SUV driver. Who, <laughs> I know. But uh, yeah, it was you know it, it helped. It was a nice weekend. We had a really good time. Um, 
I just enjoyed like shopping, you know, doing some like window shopping with you and going to that um, lighthouse. I didn't go up in the I lighthouse. I loved the lighthouse. was a lot of fun. I went up to the top. You chickened out? I didn't. I chose not to go. <laughs> <laughs> you chickened um, out? I got to the top and I'm the one who's got the heights thing. It's so funny. Some of our neighbors were like, Andy, you went to the top <laughs> yeah. of the lighthouse? I thought you were afraid of heights. And I'm like, guys, it's kind of a, it doesn't work that way. Like, I don't like ledges. Yeah, but the stair, a spiral staircase of doom, I'm okay with. Weirdly uh, enough, uh, yeah, it's. But you said yourself, like there were parts of that that like even gave you the heebie-jeebies. Well, coming down the very first flight, uh, coming down, so it'd be the last flight going up. First flight coming down was extra steep and extra narrow, so you really had to watch your step up there. Yeah, none of that. I was surprised, for me. like coming up and down, like I could see how people could trip and fall and. It may be surprised that there's not so many uh, accidents. Yeah, lighthouse related injuries you hear about in the news. They're all being covered up. Big lighthouse. Big lighthouse is covering up all the injuries. (laughs) Big lighthouse. I'm on to you. Well, and again, like I I think I said this before, but I could have gone up that lighthouse, but it was like, why do something that I don't want to do? You know, just like if if the kids were with me, I probably would have done it just because I wouldn't want them to go up there by themselves. But there was no point in me going up there when I didn't want to do it. So especially if I'm on vacation. <laughs> it was fun. At the top, it was very windy. Mm-hmm. And that kind of made it fun. Made it like, you know. Right. I don't know. Just made it a thing. So again, I mean, I feel like both of us are kind of going through all, all the same things here because we are do spend a lot of time together. So I've got one more. So my last one pretty much. Probably is, the same as you. Is Rise of the Resistance. Uh, I don't have Rise of the Resistance on here because I kind of in, sort of included, sort of implied that's in, uh, included here. Galaxy's but, Edge. Yeah, I'm going to say that opening weekend at Galaxy's Edge when we first went out there. And the reason why is because obviously Galaxy's Edge is incredible and the Rise of the Resistance ride that we just talked about a week or two ago is the literally, I'm going to say it right now, the greatest ride I've ever been on. Yeah. Um, Un- the, uh, uh, unequivocally. Yeah. Unequivocally. The, Millennium, the greatest ride ever. The Millennium Falcon ride is good i wouldn't say it's the greatest ride no, I've ever been. Not it's not even the, it's probably not even the greatest ride at, at that Disney. at that park <laughs> yeah um it's worth waiting for it's if you've never done it not the greatest ride of that park because no. rise of the Resistance, okay it's the greatest ride of all time if you take that ride out it's probably still not as good for me anyway yeah it's not as great as like tower of terror or something like right, that right right um it's sort of like uh, Star Tours on steroids, but it's still really, really fun. I would definitely recommend going and waiting in line if you've never done it. And you yeah. may, and it's fun. You'll like it. Yeah, absolutely. Single rider line is 20 minutes. But the thing about... Sometimes. Uh, yeah, sometimes. it's <laughs> We've gotten lucky with it. But uh, just that opening weekend that we went out there, we didn't go for opening day. We went the following day. And yep. uh, Hurricane Dorian was coming our way. The whole state of Florida was sort of in the cone. And we thought, we well, guys, we got to go this day or we're not going to be, able to, you know, we can't go the following couple of days because the park is probably going to be closed. The roads yep. will probably be closed. We might be sitting at home with no power. Right. Uh, we drove out there. And I think what happened was the hurricane, we got there at, you know, the butt crack it on, as I like to say. Yeah. No, but there was a lot fewer people there than I expected, than any of us expected. Way less. Yeah. And uh, we went right up there and we we're walking around and the, the threat of the hurricane kept a lot of crowds down. Yep. Um, and so opening weekend for Galaxy's Edge was probably, it, it brought out a lot fewer people than I think Disney was expecting and hoping for. It's It's yeah. gone up now, but because that hurricane was coming and it, it never, which never actually hit and it kept crowds down to a, the lowest I've ever seen. 
Yeah. Uh, Galaxy's Edge was probably the, by far the busiest part of that park, but you, later on that weekend, I think we went back again. Didn't we go back two days in a row? Because we did. Yep. We thought Galaxy's Edge was so awesome that we went back out there. And by the next day, the hurricane was even, I think it was an even more imminent threat. And then yeah. we saw five minute wait for Tower of Terror, 15 minute wait for Space Mountain over at Magic Kingdom. Every ride in Walt Disney World had some no of the way. shortest yeah. lines I've ever seen because people just canceled the trips or didn't come out because they thought we were going to hit by a hurricane. Yeah. And then it turned at the last minute. We never got touched by it. And yep. uh, those of us who... Other than a little bit of wind. A little bit of wind. And we had like rain. one or two rain squalls come. But uh, yeah. if you were one of those per- people who had a trip planned and decided to roll the dice and stay and, and do it, you, you were rewarded big time because the yeah. lines were about as short as I've ever seen. Um. Yeah. And Rise of the or Ga- Galaxy's Edge is amazing. It, I think that Galaxy's Edge is probably more amazing for you because you were a huge Star Wars fan when you were kids. And I, I, I also watched Star Wars and enjoyed Star Wars. My my brother was a huge Star Wars fan. Um, he had Yoda hanging from his door his whole life Aww, when we were kids. I don't kids. think I knew that. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. I mean, he was a huge he was a huge fan and. Um, and I liked them just as much, you know, I liked them and enjoyed them. Um, never a Harry Potter kind of love for star Wars, but I've always enjoyed the star Wars movies. Um, so for me, this, the land is cool and I've enjoyed it and, and gotten a kick at it for, yeah. for sure. Especially seeing like the millennium Falcon and, and all of that. So that has been, has been great. Um, but for me specifically the rise of the resistance ride that we did a couple of weeks ago, absolutely blew me away. I've never experienced a ride like that. I mean, we talked about this in the episode a couple of weeks ago, but um, just to give you the Cliff Notes version, uh, it's like nothing I've ever ridden before. It's it was ri- an 18-minute ride. Not a whole lot you can compare it to. Yeah, and and just a complete immersion into the world of Star Wars, feeling like you're actually there. You know, like you are part you are of part this story. Of the experience yeah. and the story, um, and that's the whole land does such a good job with that. Everybody's in character. Absolutely. A couple of weeks ago, remember we were out there and it was kind of drizzling, and for the very first time we'd ever seen all the cast members were wearing like those those rain parkas, like they wear, yeah, in, they uh, wear in Return of the Jedi on on the uh, Endor Moon. Right. Yeah. They were wearing that. Like, oh, that's a costume that we hadn't seen. We hadn't seen yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unbelievable. I, I just like I still to this at this moment. I want to ride it again, you know, and I, I told you, and I think I said it on the podcast too, that, you know, everyone had hyped it up so much that there's no way that it can deliver, you know, based on all this hype. And I, it was even better than I imagined. It was even better than they said, you know? Um, so I, I just have to say that it, even if you don't, even if you aren't a star Wars fan, a huge star Wars fan, the ride itself is just, an amazing experience you should still go but if you've but if you've even watched the star wars movies and somewhat enjoyed them you will be blown away i can't imagine how you must feel as a star wars fan like a big i mean i like star wars but i'm not like a fan fan you're not like a fangirl like you are for harry potter right right so i can't imagine like actually feeling like actually being a huge 
fanboy, you know, or whatever. Not that you, that's you, they but I mean, this, someone who they is. They said it in the newer trilogy. It's, it's, this takes place in the newer trilogy. It's not in the I original. I swear, I thought you said the manure trilogy. The manure trilogy. <laughs> I was Ooh, like, I wait, what? <laughs> that sounds like a book I could write. In the, man, the manure trilogy. <laughs> oh my. Okay, sorry. It, it I, was set in the newer trilogy. In the newer, so gotcha. I, I mean, I'm a fan of the i mean i grew up on the original ones yes I, I i can see why they said it in the newer ones because they they're trying to this is what this is the disney that's been under dis this is the star wars rather that's been under disney's watch well, the newer and, trilogy and the new the new trilogies are are you know with the exception of the second one are really good yeah i like the third one a lot yeah those so, rise of skywalker i think that not everyone agrees but uh i thought it was good i thought it was good too and i think that um, they've remade those movies in a great way, you know, that like it's not how the the original, you know, sequels, the one episodes one, two and three were just a, you know, complete ridiculous like the prequels the prequels yeah the, like the, they the jar jar ones yeah like they were not what anyone ex- wanted not what anyone expected you know you i mean, mean like trade negotiations and and politics is your thing with which they did in the first movie right it's- so like that that's the, i think i feel like these most recent trilogies have done a great job at calling back to the original Star Wars. You well, that's know? the first one. The Force Awakens was definitely this. Not to turn this into a Star Wars podcast, but it was like a loose remake of the first one. There's a Death yeah, Star I mean, again. Had, and there's yeah. a new big bad guy, and there's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A new totally. Jedi, young Jedi coming up. And, right, learning about his or her powers. Sure, right. sure. And yeah. even the third one had elements of like definitely had elements of Return of the Jedi. Remember when? The, oh, I don't want to give away anything. No spoilers, but there's some some elements to this that were callbacks to Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Okay. I think um, you'll have to get into that a little bit more with me off when we're the off the podcast. Oh, you whispered in my ear. Remember that happened in the other movie? Like, oh yeah, that's right. I don't know. Okay. I I I don't remember. But um, but long story short, Rise of Resistance it blew me away. It was like, um, it was like the first time I rode. Um, Forbidden Journey, the Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey, uh, times a hundred. Now that was a uh, that's another ride that's hard hard to it's hard to compare anything to. It's it was it you know it it made um it changed the way rides are made. You know you hadn't seen anything like that before. Honestly, I can't think of anything you've seen like that since. I mean, I compared it last week when we talked about that ride. I compared it to the Haunted Mansion mixed with Soren, sort of elements of both. Yeah, I guess. Um, that's the only thing I could compare that to. This, Rise of the Resistance, I mean, if I had to say, if I had to say, what's this like? The closest comparison I would think, and again, this is not even really that close, Transformers slash uh, Spider-Man at Universal. Right. That's probably the closest thing. When we there got are in, moments when that, we, when that we, have that kind of effect, That feel but, to it. Yeah. When we got in it and the seatbelts were fastened, I thought it was going to be like dinosaur because the car you're in feels kind of like dinosaur. Yeah, it does. Our son said, wow, this feels just like dinosaur. It, do- it does. But then once the ride gets going, it's nothing like dinosaur. Well, you're in a car that's moving that's, around. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at stuff happening around you. Yeah, yeah. But you were saying you're not like you're a Star Wars fan, but you're not like the uber geek that some people out there are. Right. It, even if you'd never even heard the name Darth Vader or heard any if you've never even seen any of the movies I think you would enjoy the ride for what it is for what's oh, going absolutely. on what you're seeing you'd be like wow that was really fun I have no idea who any of those characters were 
Yeah. But it was cool. Yeah. Right? But it's kind of like, at the same time, though, I think, I, I agree. I think you would enjoy the ride, but it's kind of like when your sister went to oh, Diagon man. Alley for the this first is... time, you know, and your sister had never read any of the books. She'd never seen any of the movies. She was a complete walk, Harry Potter you walk noob. Into, she walks into Diagon Alley and it's like that moment where you're just like, oh, man. I'm here. This yeah. is it. Like it every you every you look around, everyone around you has looks of awe and you know inspiration on their face. And she's like, "Well, I don't get it. What is it? Yeah, I, I don't get what's it, going on here. It's a hallway with uh, an alleyway with you know some stores. What's and the big it's deal? It's like you are just and kicking so, me in the soul right now. <laughs> right. So, and I mean, no offense to her. It's just that she just didn't get it because she hadn't seen any of it. You know. So, um, and if you've so never seen any of the Star Wars movies, maybe you, might, you wouldn't get this as well. You, you might know? walk around the land almost as if it's uh, frontier land in space, right? Yeah, right, right. like yeah. Okay, you know, I I've never been in the well, Wild West frontier. You've said yourself, but that, I get like, that. The Star Wars movies are kind of like a a space western, kind of. Yeah, know? especially definitely the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, it's like a space western. That's kind of how they. Right. It, I mean, Galaxy's Edge could be kind of seen that way as frontier land in space. Yeah. Um. What I, I was about to say something and then I just completely forgot what it was. Well, so um, I just wanted to, because I think we kind of teased to this last week and I, we talked about at the beginning of the year, the things that we were looking forward to. And I know Rise of the Resistance was one of those things. The Galaxy's and, Edge. And that was one of the fun things about this because we've been talking about this and looking forward to this and we said, yes. oh, they're building the Star Wars world. So it was really cool to kind of follow each step along the way yeah. and then be there when it opens and finally say. It was. I know. Oh, I know what I was going to say. So when you were talking about my sister, when we took them to Diagon Alley at Hollywood uh, Universal, rather, mm-hmm. uh, the first time that the Hogsmeade Park opened up with Hogwarts and that new ride at Iron's yeah. Adventure, I had seen some of the movies. I'd never read any of the Harry Potter books. And I know I've mentioned this on this podcast yeah. before, but uh, it's sort of, I remember being in there within its first It resonated couple, with you that everyone was so... Everybody was so happy. Like, happy. I, I'd seen a couple of the movies, like I said, but never read any of the books, didn't know any... I wasn't, it wasn't really my thing. But everybody was like so into it, like yeah. really, really into it. And people yeah. were like pointing out things and references. Like, oh, look at that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, this doesn't mean anything to me. But then right. I saw how excited everybody was. And you wanted to know. And that was the day that you were pestering me forever to read the books. And that was the day that I decided to do it. I'm like, okay, fine, fine, fine. I'll get around (laughs) and do it. And I'd listen to them on audio on the car. And I was like super into it. I was doing that thing every now and then where I'd like wait in the driveway for it to finish, (laughs) the scene to finish. And then then I'd go and put it on my iPad and go for a run or a walk while listening to the rest. And I was really into it. And I'm thankful that you beat me into submission on that because I really uh, really like those well just for the record I did not beat him at all and we became she browbeat me into submission I remember it being a um a compromise actually because you had been wanting me to watch band of brothers for the longest time and so you said okay I'll such a guy thing to have you do I will read the Harry Potter books if you watch band of brothers which was a great miniseries or whatever it was it was it was a great great um experience as well but um, but I, I don't feel like, <laughs> I don't feel like that impacted my life as much as like the Harry Potter movies and you, books have impa- impacted yours. You had to respect. watch 10 TV shows that were about an hour <laughs> long each. And I had yeah. to l- listen to eight, seven books that were eight, uh, nine hours. Yeah. Long. At least. <laughs> yeah. So um, it was, it was pretty even, but I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I did it. So, yeah. 
So all in all, I feel like we had a great 2019. I'm really looking forward to 2020. 2020, we're going to take a couple weeks off. Yes, for, we are. Uh, until the new year. I think our next show is going to be, if we follow the same format as last year, maybe come back and do a 2020 preview. Talk about some of the stuff that is on the way in 2020, some of the new attractions we're looking forward to seeing. I know uh, last year we did this. We did sort of a, like I just mentioned, we, we thought about what are the things we're most looking forward to seeing. Yep. And it was funny to look back at that because one of my things, it, I know like Galaxy's Edge was on there. We are definitely looking forward to seeing Galaxy's Edge open. And then one of the things I remember talking about that I was looking forward to seeing was the new pier, in, the, the new St. Pete up here that they've been oh, building over right, there. Right, right. And it's still not finished yet. Here we are yeah. at the end of the year and that yeah. thing's behind schedule. Maybe so, you can look forward to that next year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and next year, next year, like that, like that big building on I-4, the eyesore on I-4 that's never going to be finished. Yeah. So, um, so interesting to see what actually comes to fruition. Looking at the calendar, just real quick, um, our our next episode will be on January fourteenth. So okay, that's, got a couple weeks. That's two weeks off, um, and we will we will see you guys and talk to you guys then. And we appreciate you always as listening as as always for listening. And just one last thing I wanted to mention, uh, you know, one kind of honorable mention of a great thing that happened this year was. When our anonymous benefactor gave us oh, all new you. equipment yes. for this podcast, you know, I mean, for a good month or so, we were without podcast because we couldn't, we couldn't get our material, our, our machinery working. And, um, so I'm so thankful for that person and for that, for what they did here because yes. the, uh, it, it has made the podcast so much easier to do, you know, the, just the technology behind it and the, the technical aspect of the, of the podcast. So, um, and we're hoping to continue to bring you these podcast episodes, um, you know, consistently for the next year and, and on into, on into the future. And we're continuing to have fun with it. Yes. You know, I love, I love that we do this. I love that it's a great, um, way for us to recap you know, the fun items that we've you, done. You've said times. it before. It's almost like an audio version of a diary. Kind yeah. Of. Like not, a I don't know about a diary, but journal, a journal. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Um, stuff we've I, done, stuff we talked about. And I love that. I yep. love that about it. So hopefully you guys love it too. Um, we're very thankful for you. Thankful for your, you listening and supporting us. Um, and we hope that you have an amazing holiday season and a great new year. Happy new year, everybody. And we will talk to you in January. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please support us by giving us a review on Apple Podcasts and sharing us with your friends and family. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or pretty much anywhere you download a podcast. Another, more direct way to support the show is by visiting our website, sunshinestatepodcast.com, and clicking through on the button that says Become a Patron. It's a safe and secure way that you can support the show, and there are different levels, some of which will even qualify you as an advertiser on the show. There's also an Amazon link on our webpage. If you click through on that link and just make your normal purchases, Amazon gives a commission to the show at no cost to you. You can also follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Our handle is at Florida Podcast or search Sunshine State of Mind on YouTube. And be sure to check out our website at sunshinestatepodcast.com. We will see you guys next time.